BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Back here at uh, Larry Miller Ballpark, uh, Cougars get ready for their season finale against the Pacific Tigers tonight. Brent Norton along with uh, Tuckett Slade as uh, we get ready for the final here in Provo. Beautiful day for baseball. Empire's meeting with uh, the head coaches at home plate. had a chance to sit down with head coach Mike Littlewood a few moments ago and to get his thoughts before the season finale here in Provo. We are here with head coach Mike Littlewood. Uh, coach, last game of the year here in 2018. Uh, it's been a strange year. I mean, just been one of those years that uh, nobody can kind of figure out. I mean, you run production down by over 200 runs this year. and uh, I don't know. I've been I've seen a lot of baseball. I've never seen anything quite like it. I know I don't think you have either. So hopefully you can build today, uh, get a win, and, uh, and then uh, move on and, and start building for the years to come. Yeah, kind of an emotional day. I've, I've already met with the seniors and met with the team and uh, gave Ralph Zobel uh, a commemorative bat and met with him. I mean, there's been a lot going on this morning with senior day. But you're right, I, I have not seen, with a tal- with as a talented group as this put together, I haven't seen a year like this. Um, our second year here, when we didn't have very many talented players um, and we finished with a similar record, you kind of almost just it, not expected it, but it would have taken you know smoke and mirrors to win games. And every time we go out, I feel like we have a chance to win, and then you know we find a way to lose or don't have the confidence to punch through or can't get the big hit. And that's just been it's been one of those years. And I, I guess you know it just makes you appreciate the the uh, years like last year when when you maybe overachieve a little bit and win four games in two days and make it to the tournament. So back back to work tomorrow and or Monday and get going again. Uh, you mentioned your seniors; uh, they've had a real Impact. I mean, you've been here six years, so a lot of these kids have been there with you four years. Uh, Brendan Anderson, you mentioned, was your first recruit, went on a mission, and now his last day. A lot of uh, emotions, a lot of great play by these kids. Well, Nate Favero and, and B. Anderson have been here since I've been here. Um, the previous staff recruited Nate and was a great recruit. He's been a, a really solid player for BYU. And um, B. Anderson, uh, like you said, was my first recruit, and so it's, it's – um, it's kind of it's bittersweet. It's sweet in the fact that you see them as freshmen and they're wide-eyed, deer in headlights, and kind of a little bit scared and tentative. And now, now they know what they're doing. They're going about their business. And although, like for Hayden Rogers, I would would have loved to see him and Kendall Motes have better years. Um, Rhett Parkinson's really stepped up for us, and and um, I'm happy for Rhett. And that's what you kind of expect out of out of a senior. But every single one of them, I told them, I, I told them I love them. I'll do anything for them, whether it's. Uh, Write him a letter of recommendation or bail him out of jail. Whatever it is, I'll help him out any way I can. Uh, love those guys. Uh, Coach uh, Pacific today, Alex Prone get, getting, I think, his third consecutive start on a Saturday. Uh, he's been pretty consistent for you, and uh, I think it's one thing you've been kind of looking for throughout the whole year, and hopefully Alex can give you some innings. Yeah, I mean, we're just – we've got Rhett – got our whole bullpen, but we have Rhett and, and Zim um, ready to go in the bullpen. And so I hope I hope Alex can give us a, a good solid three or four innings. I do want to get Rhett Parkinson in the game, and I do want to finish with Drew today. So whether it's 3-3-3 three, 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 or, you know, just kind of piece it together. Um, but I, I don't think unless, unless Alex just kind of ripping through their lineup a little bit, I'll, I'll let him go that way. But 
that's kind of the plan is to get three guys some work. And, um, you know, if we need a matchup, we'll match up. But I, I'd like to see those three guys get some work. College athletics, all about recruiting. I know you've signed an unusually large class. I think 12, 13 kids so far still out on the road looking for people. And uh, I guess that's what uh, college baseball is all about, uh, looking for that next uh, gym in the rough. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I'm really happy about our, our class coming in in this fall in 18, and our 2019 class is, is uh, better, uh, probably the best class that we've recruited so far. Back here, Larry Miller Field, as we get ready for the ball game here, Cougars and the Pacific Tigers. Final game for both teams in the uh, 2018 season. Uh, Brent Norton joined by uh, Kendall Motes. And uh, today, of course, senior day in the ballpark, all about the seniors. Uh, Brennan Anderson, senior uh, for the Cougars, uh, playing at second base. Nate Favero, third, uh, first baseman tonight for the Cougars. Uh, he is also a senior playing his final game for BYU. Kendall Motes. Right-handed pitcher out of Hope Falls. Uh, maybe see Motes on the hill today. Red Parkinson guaranteed we'll see him on the hill. The left-hander out of Wellsville, Utah. And Hayden Rogers has got the start last night. Went two and two-thirds. Uh, picked up the loss. The Cougars uh, lost that one by a score of nine to three. So uh, as the game goes through uh, by here, we'll uh, we'll talk a little about the seniors and talk a little about uh, Ralph Zobel, the uh, SID here, uh, 41 years of service for BYU, and this will be his final baseball game. So lots of, uh, last time we'll see lots of people here in the ballpark um, that have been uh, associated with uh, BYU baseball for a long time. Yeah, it's a, it's a good group. It's a, it's a kind of a bittersweet day right here. End of an era for, for Ralph, 41 years. And, and, hey, these seniors, this is the first class, Coach Littlewood ever recruited and Brennan Anderson. And the last class, Favero was recruited by Vance Law. So it's one of those deals where this is it, you know. This is the end of Vance and the start slash end of a coach getting with, the, with Brennan. So it's pretty cool. Defensively, the Cougars will have uh, Lawson behind the plate. Nate Favero at first base. Brennan Anderson at second. Daniel Sneeman, the shortstop. Casey Jacobson at third. Keaton Kringlin in left. Mitch McIntyre in center. Brock Hale in right field. And on the hill today for the Cougars is Alex Perone. Perone a junior. And getting the start here in game three. For the Pacific uh, Tigers, Bradley uh, Jekic will lead it off. He'll play in right field. He'll be followed by Kevin Sandry, the second baseman, James Free, catcher. Bats third. Uh, Nate DeForestair is the DH. He'll bat cleanup. Lucas Halstead bats fifth, and he will be the DH, or left fielder. Carter Hayes, third baseman, bats fifth, sixth, I mean, and Nate Verlin will bat seventh. He'll play at first base. Uh, Tarantino, the shortstop, bats eighth today. And Keaton Glover bats ninth. He'll play in center field. And it's really been Tarantino and Glover. The eight nine hitters have really put the damage on the Cougars uh, this weekend, especially in last night's ball game. As we are ready for baseball on a beautiful sunny day here in Provo. As the crowd continuing to file in. Big crowd last night, 2,525 in the ballpark. Bradley Jekic, uh, the right fielder, hitting 279 on the year with a home run and 17 RBIs. He will be the first hitter. As the Cougars uh, come in uh, 22 and 27 on the year, 11 and 15 in the conference. Pacific 21 and 29, they are 10 and 16 in the conference. And currently uh, in games last night, uh, St. Mary's whitewashed LMU at LMU 7 to nothing. 
Gonzaga beat Santa Clara 5-3, so Gonzaga's pretty much locked in a spot, as has St. Mary's now. So just battling for that uh, last spot with San Francisco. First pitch is outside, ball one from Alex Perron. West Coast Conference Tournament next uh, week at uh, Banner Island Ballpark. It'll start on Thursday. Ball is over. One ball and one strike. Kevin Sandry's on deck. He'll be followed by James Free. Brennan Anderson, 185 starts for BYU. That's crazy. In his career. And he's at second base here today as he's been uh, pretty much on and off for the last uh, six years. The only place in the country that you can say that, a six-year span. (laughs) (laughs) Two balls and one strike. Here is Perrone's pitch. Fly ball. Kringlin in left going back a couple of steps. He'll get there, and he will make the catch for the out. One man out. Kevin Sandry steps in. Sandry. Four for seven in the series with an RBI. He's also had a couple of sacrifices to his credit. Sandry, uh, the right-handed hitting second baseman. Nate Favero, 123 starts in his career. He's played in 158 total games for BYU. The first pitch hits him. So Sandry down to first base. And that will bring uh, James Free to the plate. James Free, one for nine with an RBI in the weekend series. He will bat from the left side. Sophomore out of uh, Walnut, uh, California. And the first pitch to Free is way outside ball one. You know, I was looking back at numbers for the whole year, and the, the funny thing, interesting thing is, the best hitters for the team that we've played haven't had great numbers against us. It's the other guys that have really done damage against us this year. really has. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Uh, checked his swing, fouled it off. Well, as we were talking last night, unbelievable. The Cougars about 200 runs less this year than last year, and they've uh, allowed 60 less runs. So, yeah. you know, uh, when people ask me what's going on, and I'm, you know, I say, well, I, I, to me it's more offensive-related. Just unable to get the big base hits. We've hit for a decent team average around 275, which is really about 20, 25% yeah. well, points I mean, lower than we normally are, but 275 puts you right up there in the top of the conference. Yeah, we were we were 335 last year in league play. So that's a big, that's 60 points. So that's a huge difference. One ball, one strike. Free steps back in. Here's the pitch from Moat. Strike two call. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. And, and, the, and the problem with the, you said the offenses have been bad, and the, but then the pitching, when we've had good offensive performances, it's the pitching that hasn't held up that, that game. So it's like, wow, you know, we'll lose 2-1, to one, but then we'll lose, you know, 8-10, things like that. So it's been tough year. 1-2 pitch, that's up high. DeForest A is on deck. He's the DH. He's a freshman. Just started here in Provo. Beautiful day. Teams have split. Cougars won 3-1 in Thursday night, and Pacific came back with a 9-3 victory last night. They got up early, a couple of errors early for the Cougars, uh, allowed three unearned runs, and the Cougars just could not overcome it. Fly ball, center fielder 
McIntyre did a little 360 yeah, out there. That was kind of an interesting <laughs> look. I thought when he did it, he might lose the ball, but he flipped around and saw it. He, he, I think he did a 360 left and then a 360 right. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> had a couple of nice little dance moves there, but really just trying to get his head in the right position to get his glove up there and did a good job of finding a way to catch that ball. Two men out. DeForest Day steps in. 302 average with 12 RBIs. Perone's uh, last start was last uh, Saturday in San Francisco. Game the Cougars lost. So Perone, a junior, transfer out of the College of Southern Idaho. And here is Alex uh, throw to first. Is Alex going to go play summer ball? You, uh, you know what? I'm not sure. That's, I do not know on that one. Prone will uh, certainly be a big part of next year's team. Got a good arm. Just hasn't really been able to get his, his footing this year. But uh, I'm sure he's gained a lot of confidence. And there's a bunt down the third baseline. Jacobson up with it. Throw to first. Gets away from Favero. Runner will advance from second to third. And that ball gets away from Jacobson. And a run scores. No, that was actually Perone that it Perone. came out of. It's a one hopper that should have been caught, but wasn't. So an error in the inning. Actually, uh, maybe two errors. Yeah, it would be two errors. Unless they credit that a base hit on the bunt. It was. A, it would have been a close play. Well, it's a base hit on the bunt, but then it's an error advancing to third, and then another error advancing to home. So two errors on two throws. So E5, and the question is if you give the air to Perone or if you give it to Favero, pitch is over for a strike. So E5 on the air, and then E4 on the air by on the throw by Brennan Anderson. So, boy, this is like a replay of last night. Uh, two errors here early on the Cougars. Pacific up here early, one to nothing. And that will bring uh, Halstead back up. One ball and one strike. Here's the pitch from Perone, and that's up high, ball one. Or check that ball, two, two balls and a strike to Lucas Halstead. Here's the pitch. That's over for a strike. You know, the, the bunt was a good bunt, but down by DeForest Day. And uh, Jacobson came in and had to literally barehand the ball, make the throw. Two balls, two strikes. Ball fouled off. So again, two balls, two strikes to uh, Lucas Halstead with a runner at second base. There's been a hit batter, a, a hit in the inning, and a couple of errors. That ball hit out toward Anderson. Brennan will go to his right, or go to his left, love it, and uh, make the throw. So Pacific with one run in the inning on one hit. There were two errors. 
One man left, unearned run for the Tigers. We're through a half inning. Pacific One, BYU coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here in Provo, Cougars down one to nothing through the top half of the first. Brendan Anderson, second baseman from Draper, Utah. He was a 2018 preseason All-American third team choice. Uh, Brennan, as we mentioned, was the first player ever signed by uh, Mike Lewood. Kind of an interesting story. Brennan had committed to the Salt Lake community. and After Coach Lewood got in and looked at his roster, he thought he needed him. So he called D.G. Nelson, uh, of which uh, we're all very familiar with, and coached with Coach Lewood down at Dixie and said, I need Brennan. And so he begrudgingly gave uh, Anderson up. And the rest is uh, the rest of the story is uh, Anderson's put together a great career here for BYU. Want to know the count to Anderson. High and tight. Well, and something that most player, people on the radio and in the stands don't know is that he's been played, playing hurt all year. He's got a hurt foot. He's got the same injury that Taysom Hill had and probably should have missed the whole year. But it's his senior year, and he's like, I'm going to play no matter what. And it's been pretty cool to see what he's done. Two balls, no strikes. That pitch is inside for ball three. Shelby Lackey, probably the best pitcher on this uh, Pacific staff. Uh, he has a 6-3 uh, record, 3.44 earned run average. He's a redshirt sophomore out of Linden, California. 3-1, that's over for a strike. Yeah, he's been their best guy this year, and he's been throwing a lot of uh, Friday nights, but uh, they they pitched him in the midweek against Arizona State this week, so I think that's why they pushed him to Saturday to give him a few extra days. Here's 3-1. Anderson, ground ball, shortstop Tarantino's got it, and he will throw Brennan out. We're out number one. That'll bring Schneeman to the plate. Uh, Daniel... Two for eight in the series. Both his hits came last night, and he was robbed of an extra base hit on a great play by the right fielder on the warning track. So Sneeman steps in, junior, out of Chula Vista, California. First pitch to Daniel is over for a strike. There you see the 92 on the fastball. Kind of interesting, wearing number one. Not too often you see a pitcher. Wearing number one. You see a shortstop or a center fielder wearing one usually. Here's the 0-1. That's down low. Maybe uh, Lackey uh, was recruited. Hey, we'll let you play short. Yeah. And now they, uh, they've got him just pitching. As we mentioned, a redshirt sophomore, 6-3. Not sure if he got hurt, you know, after his freshman year or what. But uh, we didn't see him last year. That ball hit pretty well by... The shortstop, and this ball is out of here, well out of here by the shortstop, Daniel Sneeman, his third home run. I'll tell you, that was long gone. Yeah, that's a big boy home run right there. Right over the top of the center field wall. That thing had to go 440. That's what I was going to say, 440 right there. Wow. Great job, Daniel Sneeman. Way to get that run back. Sneeman jumps on that fastball and makes him pay. Big-time home run here in the ballpark. Nothing cheap about that one. Now Brock Hale comes to the plate. First pitch is over for a call strike. Brock Hale is a junior out of Mesa, Arizona. This will probably be Brock's last uh, game here in Provo. Is, uh, with the numbers he's put up the last couple of years, he is a sure draft pick, and I would think Brock would sign. 
Pitches up high for ball two. We want to wish him the best as he uh, moves on. I think I could say that with some assurity, but I thought last year he would be gone. It didn't happen. Let's just keep talking about it, and, <laughs> and maybe it won't happen. Two balls, no strikes to Hale. Lackey's pitches slashed off and foul. And selfishly I say that, but oh, I do too. as far as for Brock, the best for him, I hope he gets that opportunity to go do that because he's a special talent. And well, can, you, can you imagine this year without him? Oh, man. <laughs> Wow. Let's not even talk about that. <laughs> 2-1 pitch. Hale, line shot up the middle, base hit. Right past the ear of Shelby Lackey. So the Cougars back-to-back base hits. I've already had so many sleepless nights trying to figure out this offense, let alone without Brock. Oh, goodness. I don't want to even think about that. That'll bring Nate Favero up. Uh, Favero the senior. Favero has uh, played in 158 games for the Cougars. He led the West Coast Conference Championship uh, tournament last year with eight game-winning RBIs, including a solo homer in the league tournament against St. Mary's as 2017 honorable mention all-academic. Pitch is uh, down low. He did graduate from BYU last month with his uh, degree in political science. Not married yet to parents Anthony and Patricia, and uh, congratulations, Nate Favero, on a great career. Uh, Conference Player of the Week last week. We had him on the air. and Great young man. Very humble. And he's put up some good numbers here. The team calls him the giraffe. Big, tall, long. Kind of has that uh, uh, reddish blonde hair. Yeah. Great fun kid. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Favero on a hit and run. Just had to reach the bat out. Poke it for a foul to protect uh, Brock Hale. Beautiful day for baseball. If you're tuning in, come on down to the ballpark. Still lots of game left. 1-1 the score. And the ball, uh, boy, from uh, Schneeman's hit, you can feel like the ball is really carrying. Ball hit out to the second baseman. On to second for one. That's all they're going to get. So Favero on in the fielder's choice. Hale retired 4-6 at second base. And that will bring Kringlin up. Kringlin, uh, his last time up, banged one off the wall in center for a triple in last night's game. Yeah, his last two at-bats yesterday, he had the two hard-hit balls. Like Coach said, he had three at-bats before with uh, guys in scoring position, and, and he just couldn't could have been nobody on, and he's banging the ball all around yeah. the ballpark. Kind of the story of our season, which unfortunately. A little nubber right off the bat. Pitcher's got it. He'll throw Kringlin out. And that'll do it for the Cougars here in the first. One run, two hits, no errors. We're all tied up at uh, one apiece through one on your BYU Baseball Radio Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Carter Hayes comes up for Pacific as we go to the second. Both teams with one run in the first inning. Pacific uh, with an underground on a couple of Cougar errors. And uh, Daniel Seaman tied it up in a hurry. Second guy up. Hit one up over the trees and straightaway center field. And as I was mentioning, that uh, ball of Schneeman's uh, ball appears to be carrying pretty good as it does in the, in the daytime. It does, here. yeah. Cougar's 24th home run of the year. First pitch to Hayes over for a strike. 
Carter uh, Hayes, the third baseman, two for six in the series with an RBI. I was last year on Saturdays we averaged twelve runs a game. Just crazy. The ball flew and we smashed balls. There's a ball fouled on the third base side. Well, one of those Saturdays against St. Mary's when we swept them, that's when Keaton Kringlin hit three home runs in one game. I think we hit six as a team, that and day. he was like national player of the week. Yeah. yeah, it was a crazy day. Here's the 0-2 just off the plate by Moat or uh, by uh, Peron. Got so many of these uh, seniors on my mind that uh, got to remember Alex is out th- there on the mound. Curveball up just a little bit high. Good pitch. Had him fooled, but uh, just couldn't find the strike zone with it. Last game of the year here in Provo and uh, for the Cougars. Also last game for the Tigers. Three balls and two strikes. I'm sure you're going to see Parkinson into the ball game uh, today some, at some point. And Zimmerman pop up. Brock Hill in right field coming in a couple of steps. He'll uh, get there and make the catch. Yeah, when you look at that right side of that infield with uh, Anderson and Favero, and then in right field, you've got to believe those guys are, are all going to be gone. So everything on that right side, uh, we'll see new faces out there. First pitch is swing and a miss by Nate Verlin, first baseman. He is 0 for 8 in this series. 259 average for Nate Verlin. The pitch is a little bit low for a ball. Swing and a miss. Good fastball by Perone, 89. 1-1 the score as we play the top of the second inning here. Perone uh, pitches and the ball's fouled straight back. Cougars in the royal blue tops today. Pacific in the road gray uniforms. And here's Perone's pitch. Just off the Ooh, plate, three and missed, two. Just missed. In action uh, today, uh, Portland will be a Pepperdine. That'll be a day game. Santa Clara Gonzaga tonight. Kansas State at San Francisco. That's a day game. And St. Mary's at LMU tonight. Ball fouled off again. Then tomorrow, the end of the regular season with three games. And then next week, the conference tournament. Not quite the crowd that we've seen in the last couple of nights here, but I'm sure they'll continue to file in. Still good size. That pitch is up high for ball three. Verlin, a junior out of Stockton, California. Civic team uh, coached by Ryan Garko. Ball's fouled out of play. Garko a, had a, a six-year major league career as a catcher. Seems like catchers, that's the kind of position. Six years is about is about it yeah. for most guys. 
very tough position to play. He was an All-American at Stanford, uh, was a 2003 All-American catcher. 3-2 pitch, ball lined into right field, base hit. Brock Hale over, picks it up, and will hold Verlin to a single. Yeah, there's more catcher managers in the Major League Baseball than any other position, which makes sense. I mean, those guys, they have to be gritty, knowledgeable. They have to understand hitting, defense, and pitching because they got to call pitches. And Every pitch they're yeah, involved. Yeah. Every pitch. Yeah, so it's, it makes sense that those guys are good managers. You're in right field. You're looking up in the stands. Yeah, you're, exactly. You know, not a whole lot of right field defense that they can call for you. But, boy, behind the plate, you are in it. Ball is uh, fouled off. Well, that's why having a just a solid catcher really makes a team because they control every pitch, and their energy, everything, is what makes the team run. Red Parkinson is already beginning to throw in the pen, starting to warm up. And here's the 0-1. That's over for a strike. Umpire's Chris Gonzalez behind the plate today. Mike Reimer at first, Mike Jarbeau at second, and Pat Riley at third. No balls, two strikes. Tarantino had three hits last night, and he swings and misses at a curveball for out number two. Now, Tartino led, was a leadoff hitter yesterday against the left-handed offerings of Hayden Rogers. He went three for four, had a double. Or a single, a double, and a home run, and he, he, he's demoted to number eight. Yeah, well, and the funny part <laughs> is is he had, he had his big double and home run against a right-handed pitcher, yeah. so I thought when Rodgers was out of the game, so I thought, hey, they'll put him back in the leadoff. Well, no, he didn't do it. Keaton Glover steps in. He's had a great series. I think he came in hitting about 212. Yeah. He is four for eight with four RBIs, the center fielder. If you're able to move your average 15-plus points or, what is that, 14 points yeah. in – in a weekend this late in the season, that's having a good weekend. 0-1-1. And here's the pitch. That's outside. Again, uh, senior day here at the ballpark, also honoring uh, Ralph Zobel for his 41 years of service. Yeah, we had a little team uh, team meeting with him earlier after batting practice and gave him a little baseball bat gift to us, thanking him for his service. 1-1 one, one pitch outside, ball two. Kind of a special moment. It's pretty impressive for an individual to work in one profession and at one place for 41 years. You just don't see that anymore. You know, my, you know, the generations before, you saw that more often, but nowadays you just don't see that. It's really impressive. Two balls and a strike. A pie ball three. Well, Ralph, a BYU guy through and through. There's no doubt about his allegiance. And, uh, He's been great. I've been doing this this 27 for me, and he's been there with me every yeah. step of the way. I been love a real help. Hearing the stories about before the stadium was built, how he's out there with an umbrella and just a, a table out there just doing the stats every single game. All fouled straight back. Three and two the count to Keaton Glover. It's going to be weird next year not having Ralph call me for media opportunities and things like that to get the guys lined out. It's just I'm just used to it. every Monday getting the phone call, hey, we need this guy for Sport, Sports Nation, this guy for 960. It's going to be weird not having that phone call. I'll be a new guy, but just used to that. 3-2 pitch, ball hit out to Schneeman. His only plays to first. 
makes a throw, and a ball gets away from Glover, or from um, Favero. A little low throw. And Favero, a ball popped out of his glove, so runners at the corners. That will be an yep. error on, uh, they're going to go air on Favero there. Yeah, it, uh, he stretched too early and didn't stretch to the ball and then had to overreach for it, which it was barely off of his, off the bat. You would have had it, if he stretches right to the ball, he has an out there. Crazy how many little easy mistakes we've seen the last two days. Yeah, this definitely isn't uh, what you expect out of Cougar baseball. And as uh, Jekic now steps in, left-hander, and he lines one, and he's going to make the Cougars pay. One run will score. Ball all the way to the wall. Two runs are going to score, and Jekic with a double, and Pacific up 3-1. to one. Two more unearned runs for Pacific here on Saturday afternoon. And that's tough, and that's what Pacific's done the last two days. If the Cougs make an error, they've made them pay. That's a tough two runs right there. Three to one the score. As Kevin Sandry now steps in. First pitch to Sandry's over for a strike. BYU this year uh, playing a 90-70 clip uh, defensively. Uh, they've been a good, solid defensive team. They've struggled a little bit lately, but uh, they've been awfully good this year. But, boy, you'd never know it from the last couple of nights. Cougars already three errors in this inning. Boy, he's got to play a clean game, and Pacific, like you said, just has made them pay. They really have. Every time they've made a mistake. Mental, physical error, uh, Pacific has uh, pounced on it and scored runs off it. Well, and the interesting thing about the year is, even though they've we've struggled in so many facets of the game, until like the last week or so, defensively we've been really good. It's been the walks hit by pitches, right? And then the offense not having, you know, two out hitting or runners at score position hitting. That's been the difference. We've been playing clean defensively until the last about week and a half. Two on pitch. Fly ball. McIntyre in center field is going to get there. He'll make the catch for the out. And Pacific with two runs on two hits. There was an error. One man left. We're through an inning and a half. Pacific 3, BYU 1 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. David Clawson will lead it off for the Cougars. Cougars down 3-1. to one. Clawson a couple of hits in last night's games. He, he's two for six with an RBI in the series. David uh, has got us average up to 285 now with uh, 13 RBIs. And I think the shocking thing with David this year is just no home runs. Yeah. He showed so much power last year. I think he hit five home runs, but it was more the just the gappers and the yeah. balls off the wall that he was able to hit. Yeah, he's a doubles machine, too. He had double digits and doubles. And, you know, this is actually kind of a sad day um, because with the seniors that are gone, right, we also have a ton of draft-eligible kids. And Clawson's a guy that was highly rated at a high school to be drafted, was drafted, turned down the money. The scouts love him. He's draft-eligible as a sophomore, as an older sophomore this year. This could be his last game. And, you know, all it takes is that one scout and he has the skills to do it. So this he, this could be his last game, which could be, you know, it's kind of sad to see as well. First pitch to Mitch McIntyre over for a strike. There's a lot of kids we could say that about. 
it's kind of that uneasy feeling about yeah. those draft eligible kids. You just don't know. 0-1-1. McIntyre fouls it off. Well, just as we were talking yesterday, I talked to Coach Littlewood this morning about the the heavy recruiting class that yeah. he's got coming in, and he really feels good about his junior class this year. It'll be here not this next year, but the year after. Yeah, the, the 2019 uh, group class. is a good group, and I really love our class this year too. Ball is fouled by McIntyre. Well, McIntyre's a freshman, so he'll be back next year. Yep. A young man out of Stansbury High School out in Tooele. Yeah, it's just interesting. If you go down the list of players who could possibly get drafted, you have Schneeman, you have Hale, you have Kringlin, Clausen, Jacobson, Perone, Wood, Dean. Just all sorts of names that run through there, all those juniors. that. 0-2 pitch outside. And Dave's at a position where he's a catcher. You know, if you can you show a little pop and and be good defensively, scouts love that. And he's got the talent behind the dish, and, and he's proven them last year that he's got power. So, One-two pitch, fouled straight back. And baseball is just a cruel, funny game where you can bat 330 one year and bat 240 the next and, and do the exact same thing every day. It just some balls land, some don't. One ball, two strikes to McIntyre. That pitch is down low. Nice job by Free, the catcher, to pick that one off the turf. And I remember going through a stretch in college where I had like six straight hits that were like broken bat singles, like seriously, and I had nine straight hits that were line drives right at somebody. Like, how does that work, right? It's just it's the way it works. It really does. McIntyre hammers one center fielder in his tracks, makes the play. Keaton Glover. They hit that well. Right on the screws. ball well here today. Yeah. If they could, uh, it's got to tighten up their defense a little bit. Three unearned runs, just a, just a blueprint of last night's game. Well, and what happened yesterday was you give them those earn, you give them those unearned runs, they start to feel confident, and they play looser and, and can really tear it up here. You've got to find a way to get right back in this. One ball pitch over for a strike. To Casey Jacobson, uh, Casey a junior, Flower Mound, Texas product, a 239 average. Hit his first home run of his career here Thursday in BYU's 3-1 win. Jacobson swings and misses at a breaking pitch. No balls and two strikes. Kobe Kelton, the young freshman, getting the start. He's DHing. He'll be up uh, next after Jacobson. Kelton got a pinch hit last night, double. Pitch inside for ball two. Yeah, you could literally, the first six guys in the lineup could could be gone. gone. Yeah. I know Coach Littlewood, you know, coming into the year, thought that was a real possibility. And And he he was worried about, you know, next year's team. Yep. And uh, with... uh, you know, the uh, with this year's team and inability to score runs and guys having down years, I think for sure two or three of those guys will be back. But uh, boy, you just never know. But that's the thing about it is they've, they've also had good years before, and scouts know that, and they know that baseball can be tough at times. And 2-2 two, two pitch, strike three call. That was kind of an interesting ring-up call by the umpire. And you got, you got Sneeman who, you know, defensive player of the year, and hey, professional, they love a good defensive shortstop. 
You know, even though he's been in low twos this year, hey, he was 300 his freshman year and 300 last year, proving he can hit. And uh, there's a possibility of, uh, of him getting popped, too, because the scouts know who he is. It's just an uneasy feeling of not knowing what, uh, what's going to happen. Yeah, Schneeman last year at 317. There's a ground ball, first, third baseline. That ball is a fair ball, and uh, Kelton is thrown out. We're through two, Pacific leading 3-1 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, sports fans, this is Jordan Wood, pitcher for the BYU baseball team, and you're listening in to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here at Larry Miller Field, as we go to the top of the third, Pacific three, BYU one. Pacific three runs on three hits, Cougars one run on three hit, and uh, Big stat of the game, Cougars have committed three errors here early to allow those three runs by Pacific, and the first pitch is up and over the head of Clausen all the way back to the screen for ball one. Hitter James Free, the uh, catcher, he flew out to center field his first time up. Pitches up high for ball two. Perone wearing number 27 for the Cougars. 6'2", 175-pound junior. That pitch is down low, ball three. Perone out of uh, Las Vegas. And here is Alex's 3-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. Cougars won game one, three to one. Lost last night to Pacific and uh, down early here. Pitches up high, ball four. So free walks. And that will bring uh, to Forest Day. He, uh, double, or he uh, bunted his last time up and caused all sorts of grief. Two errors on the, on the play. Ended up scoring the first run of the game. Forest Day is a uh, freshman of Sacramento. And he will bat from the left side. First pitch outside, ball one. Well, that's been Alex's problem all year is that he'll uh, all of a sudden just miss, 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 and it's not even close um, and get himself in some trouble with free base runners. One ball, no strikes. And there's a fastball over at uh, 87 miles an hour. Lucas Halstead's on deck. Here is the 1-1 pitch from Alex Perone. Strike two called. Cougars have won 12 games, Pacific 11 games against each other, so pretty tight. This will be the 24th time they've played. Cougars swept the Tigers last year down in Stockton. Here's the one-two in a hotly contested series, if I remember. A lot of rain. Yeah. And uh, we didn't get to take BP one day, the first two days, because it was just, it rained up until game time. It pulled the tarp and then played. Yeah, there was mud all yeah. over the yeah. outer yeah. portions of the field. Remember that uh, the warning track was out of play because there were so many puddles there. 2-2 pitch, ball hit up towards Schneeman. 
He's got it. He'll throw the ball to Anderson to first for the safe at first base. Boy, very close. Very, very close. Crowd didn't like the call. Cougars get the lead runner at second. Forced a uh, running pretty hard there. Check it out on the replay. He's out. He got him. Yep, he's out. Out by a full step. Mike Reimer, the first base umpire there, missed that call. Runner at first base. Halstead steps in. And the first pitch, another ball to Schneeman. This one to Anderson. On to first. And he's safe. He was safe on that one. He was on that one. Ball not hit very hard. Cougars did everything perfectly, but uh, Halstead, big kid, able to get down the Get down the path. Looked like he was on the bag at that time. Yeah, safe on that one. Tie, just a tie there. I thought he had you have an opportunity to make up for the one before. <laughs> the old makeup call, yeah, huh? Yeah. But he doesn't know he's wrong. He thinks he's right from on the first one. Line shot down the left field line in play. Halstead around second base. Kringlin picks it up. Sneeman's They'll arm. They'll hold Halstead. They will hold him at third base. Sneeman was ready to fire it into home plate, but uh, Halstead held at uh, third base on the double by Carter Hayes. Nate Verlin will step in. And Coach Littlewood's got uh, Parkinson ready with the left-hander up. As Perone. Will work from the windup with runners at second and third. And the pitch is fouled up and out of play. Had a nice ceremony before the game for the seniors. Brennan Anderson, Nate Favero, Kendall Moltz, Red Parkinson, and Hayden Rogers. Pretty cool jerseys those guys get. Here's the 0-1. There's a ground ball out. Anderson, slow roller. Anderson up and throws the first in time for the out. And the Cougars dodge a bullet right there. No runs, one hit, no errors, two runners left. We're through two and a half, 3-1. Pacific over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Brandon Anderson will lead off for the Cougars. Cougars down 3-1 as we go to the bottom of the third inning. First pitch from Shelby Lackey outside ball one. Brennan Anderson, a 281 hitter this year with three home runs, 25 RBIs. He's got five stolen bases. Been a fixture out there at second base for BYU, and he gets a base hit. Nice job by the senior. Picks up a hit to lead off the third inning. No, Lackey, the Cougars have, have kind of lit him up a little bit. Yeah, they've got a few uh, they've hits. swung the bat well at him. Yeah. More, more of a fastball guy, and that's, I think, what the Cougars yeah. like to see. They love them some fastballs. Now Sneeman steps in, and about a 440-foot home run is first time up. And here comes the breaking ball first pitch. Easy one to call. Here's the pitch to Daniel, and there it was, and he swings and misses for strike one. Sneeman, uh, his third home run of the year, RBI number 28. He's three behind Hale for the RBI lead on the team. Pitches outside for a ball. 92 on the fastball there by uh, Lackey. 
Lackey impressive. Six wins, three losses, 3.44 earned run average. And here is the 1-1 pitch. That's down low for ball two. But Parkinson is warmed up. He's just kind of standing down in the bullpen. Trying to savor every moment, I'm sure yeah, of this. Uh, nobody loves it. the game more than him. Yeah, he's such a great kid and grinder. Talk about a guy that's been injured. Uh, Try throwing a baseball yeah. with a torn labrum yeah. the entire year. Such and have his best collegiate year ever. Those kids in his ca- career. Those kids from Cache Valley are tough, aren't they? Those Wellville, Wellsville kids. Yeah. Happy for the kid, having a great year. Great teammate, too. Two balls, two strikes. Sneeman, ground ball. First baseman loves it. His only play is to the pitcher who barehanded it, stepped on the the bag at first base. Uh, Verlin thought about going to second, then looked up, saw Anderson hustling down. So Sneeman at least moves the guy into scoring position, and Brock Hale will step in. 3-1 on the putout. Hale singled his first time up. Wind blowing out a little bit today. First time we've seen that in the past uh, few days here in Provo. Uh, had a few uh, storms in these, seems like these last couple yeah. of homestands that have wind always blowing in from right. Uh, today the wind actually blowing out a little bit toward right field. And the first pitch up high to Brock for ball one. I was talking to Brock during BP and I said, I think 10 home runs on the year would look really good on your stat sheet. He's like, I think I like that idea too. <laughs> They could start right here, tie it up. Yeah. Shelby Lackey, the 1-0 pitch to Hale. He checked his swing, said he did not go. So the count now 2-0. In past years, I think that would have been a strike. Just doesn't seem like they're getting as many strike calls on uh, when they appeal it. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but it uh, seems like it always, almost an automatic. 2-0. and oh. Boy, that ball almost hit him. I thought I heard a little uh, that was close, yeah. clip or something, but he's okay. 3-0 oh, the count to hell. First base open. Brock wants to hit. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to walk, that's nah, for wants, sure. He wants to hit. Average uh, 345 on the year. As uh, Brock Hale... 3-0 pitch. If he can hold on to the RBI lead, he'll win the Triple Crown this year for the Cougars. Yeah. Batting average, uh, home runs, and RBIs. Count now 3-1. and one. Three 3-1 one pitch. Hale takes a curveball over for a strike. Wow, that's a good pitch, 3-1. Have the yeah, confidence to throw that is good. Fooled Brock a little bit. Yeah. With first base open, I think literally yeah. it's, hey, yeah. if I throw a ball, I throw a ball. But I don't want to throw him something yeah. he can lift. Here's Lackey's. That pitch is up high. Tried to come back with another curveball. Missed it up. Cougars with runners at uh, first and second base. And Nate Favero steps in. Boy, you just hope these seniors can end it on a good note. It would be nice if they can get a hit, if you know, the offensive seniors can get hits. and Obviously, Rodgers won't pitch today, but Moats could, and Parkinson will pitch. 
they could end their career having a decent day. Classy move by Coach Littlewood sending Hayden up last night for a post-game interview, and really classy by Hayden yeah. to come up and uh, kids a class act. First pitch to Favero, swing and a miss for strike one. 94 on that one. Pumped up. No balls and a strike. Starting pitching for Pacific, uh, pretty impressive. Get into the pen, you can get to them. But uh, these three guys, they roll out there, pretty good. Great arms. Pitches uh, a little bit outside, one ball and one strike. They've only had to go to a couple, uh, really one pen guy because their game one guy threw a complete game and lost. And then yesterday they went to the one lefty. So haven't had to get to it because their starters have been so good. One and one the count. Pitch to Favero. Checked his swing. I think he probably yeah, did he go. Yes, did. he did. So one and two just couldn't hold up on the curveball out of the zone. They got caught guessing right there. Favero, 11 home runs as a Cougar. He had 46 RBIs last year as a junior. And that pitch is up high, ball two. Had a great year last year. But about 330, 340 as well. Yep. He has 93 RBIs over his BYU career. Brock held 94 RBIs. As you'd mentioned earlier, Favero, a Vance Law recruit, and uh, of course Brock Hale uh, came in with uh, Coach Mike Littlewood. 2-2 pitch, Favero loops one into right field. Right fielder coming hard, second baseman going back. Tough play, and I don't think anybody, oh, they wow, did get there. What a did. play by the center fielder, uh, Bradley Jekic. Came in, dove. Yes, full Made diving. Incredible got play. Yes, he did. Can't believe he caught that. I can't either. Second baseman, uh, Sandry, went out, and then finally he came off, and Jekic came in. Face planted, too. Face planted. Didn't, wasn't able to turn his glove over in kind of the basket position. Yeah. Caught it straight on, which is really odd. But that was all he could do is he was coming in as hard as he could. So Kringlin steps in. Two men out and two men on. And a quick throw back to second base and back in safely is Brennan Anderson. Jekic, I think, initially went back a couple of steps thinking that ball was hit pretty well and had to come in and just made an incredible play. Kringland takes a curveball down a little bit low, ball one. Cougars, a big recruiting class coming in. We went over those guys last night, 10 to 12, 13 guys. A couple of those guys will be going uh, right on missions. Uh, we've got a young man right in front of us here out of Henderson that will be heading out. Pitcher. Got uh, a righty and a lefty from the same home, uh, high school down there in Henderson. Hard-throwing kids. Good arms. Kringlin steps back in. Runners at first and second. Two men out. 
And the pitch, Kringlin fouls that one over off the netting in front of the Cougar dugout. Two balls and a strike to the junior out of Cedar City. Keaton last year, 55 RBIs. He was a an absolute RBI machine. Here's the 2-1. Outside gets away from the catcher. And runners advance. And the Cougars with runners at second and third base. And a base hit right here could tie this one up. Yeah, big part of the game right here. Got a chance to tie it up. They gifted you a free base, and now you have to make them pay, just like they made us pay earlier. Don't need a home run. Don't need a double. Just find a way to hit a single and score two. Little line drive right back up the middle. Three and one the count. Kringlin steps back in. Shelby Lackey, the right-hander. Rocks and fires, and there's a little looper. Right field, base hit, two RBIs by Kringlin, and the Cougars have tied it up 3-3. Big two-out hit by Kringlin. That's awesome. Good for him. That's what we got so used to seeing last year. He was an RBI machine. And he's starting to come on of late. He's got most of his RBIs on the year have come late here. Really starting to get going. Nothing better than two out RBIs. All oh, those are my favorite. 19 for Kringlin now in the year. And now pitching coach out. Uh, Going to talk with uh, Shelby Lackey. Kind of interesting. Lackey kind of walked away from him as he was walking up to him. Kind of an interesting reaction there by the pitcher. Yeah, he's talking about that's not the guy you want to face there. And with that pitch, make him chase it because he keeps pointing to that up to the left-hand batter's box like that's where I wanted the ball over there. Very animated with his hands, though. Yeah, he really was. And uh, you could tell Lackey wasn't happy that he was out there in the first place. 3-3 yeah. the score. Cougars three runs on five hits. Pacific three runs on four hits. And now Clawson steps in. David one for one on the day. Clawson will bat from the left side. Might be a good time for Clawson's first home run of the year. I think it's a great time. Wind blowing a little bit to right. Quick throw. Kringlin back in safely. Those pine trees seem a little lonely out there in right field. Two men out. Runner at first base. Two men in. And that's a shot up the middle. Shortstop playing up the hole. Throw, will throw Clawson out. Boy, Tough luck at bat right there by Dave Kloss as he grounds out for out number three. The Tours do get three runs, or two runs on two hits. There were no errors and one man left. We are through three. 3-3 three, three Pacific and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Back here at top of the four, 3-3 the score, BYU and Pacific. And Matthew Tarantino will lead it off. He struck out his first time up against Alex Perron. Cougars, three runs, four hits, or three runs, five hits. And uh, Pacific, three runs on four base hits. Uh, Perron's first pitch is down low in the dirt for ball one. And joined by Ralph Zobel. Uh, Ralph uh, retiring at the end of this uh, year, baseball season, academic year, whatever you want to call it. And Ralph, 41 years at BYU. Uh, uh, it's been quite a ride, and uh, uh, I know all the Cougar fans would really like to thank you for all your your great service and uh, 
Uh, you're a BYU guy through and through, even though you're from Wyoming. <laughs> well, we owe a great deal of thanks to uh, radio. Ball hit out to uh, Schneeman. He'll grab it, throw to first for the out. We've had the Cadillac for many years with you. And uh, for most of our games that I've been here, they have been on the radio. And not all the schools can say that. And so the fans have been able to enjoy BYU baseball because of you. Well, I've been here 27. That seems like a long time, but it's not close to 41. So uh, I, I know you've had lots of, well, we, we both have together over the last 27 years anyway since I've been doing a lot of fun times and experiences and maybe uh, some times that have been a little bit rough, but uh, but as far you know as far as play on the field, but uh, it's been enjoyable the whole time. And uh, you know personally, I want to let you know how much I appreciate what you've done for me and made my job a lot easier. Well, we work together so much that sometimes I can read your mind, even yeah, when, you can. when you're on the road. You know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> Pitches down low, ball three three and oh the count. Yeah, uh, Ralph will text me scores and updates and. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong and when I'm on the road. So, uh, you know, all that's appreciated. It's uh, great to have that support. I'm not sure uh, what's going to happen next year, but uh, you'll be missed uh, by the entire uh, BYU community and uh, especially baseball. It's been fun to serve. and Ball hit pretty well, right center, left center field. McIntyre's not going to get there. It's up against the wall, and that'll be a double for Heaton. Uh, Keaton Glover, this kid continues from the nine hole to hit the ball really well. And from time to time, uh, Alex Perona's looked good with that leadoff batter to see him strike him out earlier. That was a fun thing to see because uh, that guy ate us up yesterday. Yes, he did. Well, Perona out there working his fourth inning. He's now given up five hits, and that's going to be it for Perona. Mike Littlewood out there. We're going to see... Another one of the seniors, Red Parkinson, brought in the left-hander. With that, we'll uh, take a break and uh, be back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Red Parkinson will come into the ball game for the Cougars as we've got one out top of the fourth. 3-3 the score. And he will face uh, Bradley Jekic. Jekic doubled into his last time up. And he fouls the first pitch off from uh, Red Parkinson. We were talking a little bit earlier, Ralph. Red Parkinson uh, out of Wellsville, Utah. 41 appearances for the Cougars over the last two years. Uh, Earned run average below two. Several weeks of uh, this year. He's had a tremendous year this year. He will finish his degree in history this spring term and graduate. There's a ground ball right at Brendan Anderson. Anderson gloves it, and he throws wide, but then the throw, the uh, tag is put on by Favero. Looked like uh, Favero might have pulled his left arm a little bit. As, as Anderson, a little bit of an errant throw. Cougars do get the out. He kind of had to do a sweep tag on the on the way back through, and it's nice to see Favero finally get a break after struggling a little bit uh, earlier in the game. Yeah, Cougars have just not been sharp defensively in, in these last couple of games, three errors today, allowing all three uh, unearned runs. 
And that will bring uh, Kevin Sandry to the plate with two men out, now a runner at third base. We're joined by Ralph Zobel, who is ending his 41-year career at BYU. And I asked Ralph a little earlier if he's going to hang out at the ballpark next year. and You said maybe, right? I'm I'll, sure I'll, we'll see you. There's a fly ball right field. That's going to drop in front of Hale. Run will score. So Pacific comes right back with a run, and they lead 4-3. I told the team when I walked off uh, Thursday during the nice ceremony that they did pregame, win one. And they did. They did. So if I show up every time and they win, you know, I could come to more. Did you tell them something last night? No, I didn't. What about today? (laughs) Uh, I just told them, be careful. I've got things that I can put in the blog. (laughs) So hanging something over their head, huh? James Free will be the hitter now. They presented a bat to me pregame in the locker room. and that, uh, I'm kind of like Cosmo. I, I'm speechless at times today. That's great. And also a very nice plaque put up here in the press box uh, right over where you sat for all those years. Pitches over for a strike, uh, honoring you and with your pitcher. And so we'll be reminded of uh, Ralph every time we walk in. So unofficially, I could still be on the committee. Yeah, we'll look down wherever you are, and we'll get a thumbs up or thumbs down. We're just not putting bun on the committee. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful with Chad. He... Here's the 0-1. That could set baseball back by decades. Pitches up high. So, Ralph, 41 years, were you with baseball that entire time? I know you did other things, but were, were you with baseball since day one? Yes. The, the lead yes. SID? Well, I, I came on as an intern, and Mike Twitty needed to leave middle of the season. He'd taken another job, and they said, can you finish out baseball for us? Well, I'd ridden the bench as in Babe Ruth League in Wyoming, so I learned <laughs> how to keep the scorebook. You couldn't let her in baseball then. You could let her in track. So well, I, I heard that they don't play high school baseball in Wyoming or, or Montana. Um, there was Mon- a big Mon- kid in Mont- from Missoula that we played at, you know, from San, 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 San Francisco last week. And then I found out they just have Legion baseball because I yes. think the the weather in the early spring just doesn't allow baseball. I'd never even thought about that, but that's interesting. But so I learned how to keep the scorebook right in the bench because I, I was batting 500. Our, my dad would take us and throw pitches to us. Our dog would shag the ball. Um, I could hit, but I just didn't make it to practice all the time. Two balls, two strikes, a count to James Free. Pacific with a run in the inning and three swings and misses. Uh, We'll be back with the uh, bottom of the fourth. Pacific leading 4-3 here at uh, Larry Miller Field in Provo on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Okay, we go to the bottom of the fourth, 4-3. Mitch McIntyre is going to step in, and I'm going to have Ralph step in right here. I've always wanted to hear you do play-by-play. I know it's something you've always dreamed of doing, Ralph, so... We're going to let you take over this half inning. That that ball was in there uh, past the catcher for a ball. Uh, <laughs> Mitch McIntyre that's up there has always been really friendly to me, and uh, he indicated a couple nights ago he had difficulty seeing the ball in the sun. And I said, you were the beneficiary of the sun uh, a couple weeks ago at Utah. Hit right back to the pitcher who runs, beats McIntyre, and speedy McIntyre to first base. What in the world was that? Now, I'm the color guy now, so... The pitcher, instead of shoveling the ball over to the first baseman, 
the pitcher ran all the way to the first base bag and stepped on it. I don't know if I've ever seen that. First baseman was standing on the bag waiting for the ball. Interesting. And, and Mitch has enough speed that normally he, he should be able to beat something like that out. I don't know if he stumbled out of the box. I wasn't watching his uh, initial exit out of the box. One unassisted on the putout, right? Yes. And now we have Casey Jacobs with a, a bat, and I need to say hi to Casey's grandpa because he's my first cousin. He's listening in Florida. And uh, Rhett Parkinson's been on the mound for us. He's from Wellsville. We have Cache Valley roots. Um, Casey's grandpa and myself, that, that's where we get our origin. Ball's in there for a strike on uh, Casey. Counts one and one. Casey's seen some playing time because of the injury to uh, Brian Sue. That's why you see Favaro at first. Counts now two and one with one out, and Cougars trailing four to three. Boy, what a beautiful day for baseball, Ralph. Another big crowd as we've had the last couple of nights. It is super filled. Much better than when uh, I came here uh, 41 years ago. Fouled off the pitch, evens up the count two and two. Well, you had to deal with that chain link fence and that uh, table long before I did. You were there for 12, 13 years, and I I was there for probably 10 or 12, and then they finally got us a press box. Well, one of the first things that uh, I had to deal with was that that was in, we have full count now with that ball. Uh, The first base dugout was the home dugout, and there was a phone in there, and people kept calling uh, for the score, particularly Mark Swartz that's with uh, ESPN now that you see, and he was with Jacobson fouls that off back into the horseshoe. You park back in the horseshoe, don't you? Your car uh, it was a little farther out today. Okay. I can't get by security anymore. <laughs> uh, they kept calling for the score every five minutes from KDYL, and they got tired of answering that in the dugout, and they said, Ralph, we're moving the phone out there on the table for you. <laughs> so then we had a press row phone to go with us and uh, still had to watch out for those foul balls. Jacobson takes a crack. It's a pop to shallow right field. The second baseman goes back and catches it for out number two, which brings up uh, Kobe Kelton. And they did a little sneaky thing on me today. Um, Dave McCann and Duff Tittle coordinated and all of a sudden Dave McCann in the TV booth said, Ralph, I need your help. And he asked about Kobe Kelton. How did, where did this guy come from? Because he's so new in the lineup. Ball's in for a strike, called strike. And that's when they were coming to nail the photo on the wall so that I wouldn't see it. It was a dodge. Yeah, I, I was in on that deal, okay. so I knew what was going on. We were just trying to get you to notice it when you came back. I was going on the air. I wanted some reaction. And and uh, you didn't notice it until I was on the air. I didn't even see what happened. Well, we have to tell people there was a ball thrown here. And you no. the count oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm stepping on <laughs> no, your play-by-play no. here. <laughs> he fouls it off. And, and in the olden days, you'd say back by our uh, ESPN yeah. 960 microphone. <laughs> but it didn't clear the, the netting, which we're grateful is there now. Well, I remember the days of the card table. Boy, just trying to keep all the equipment dry through those snowstorms, rainstorms, windstorms, trying to keep all the paper still. It was it was a it was a tough duty. 
A swinging strikeout ends the inning for the Cougars, trailing 4-3, to three, going into the top of the fifth. You know, Ralph, we're going to keep it right here and just keep talking to you here. Uh, talk to us a little. You're 41 years. You started with baseball, but you've done, you've done, you've covered every sport BYU plays. I have, and I didn't know how to do some of them, and so one of my tricks if I got to a sport that I didn't know is look in the stands, see somebody that looked like they knew what was going on, and then go pump them for all I could learn from them. Because we had to write stories before the days of the Internet. We would fax them, sometimes dictate them in to the reporters, and sometimes they wouldn't use them. And so speed, timeliness, accuracy, always paid premiums. What are some of your highlights when you look back, uh, specific baseball highlights covering well, the Cougars? I think one of the fun ones was when Sports Illustrated came out to cover Scott Nielsen and, and Wally Joyner and Corey Snyder were on the team. and. I had arranged all the interviews, and I, I felt so good. We didn't have lights. We had to squeeze the game in. Nielsen kept his NCAA win streak alive. It was all going well, and the, the Sports Illustrated writer looked over at the football stadium, and he said, that sure is a nice-looking stadium. Is there any way I can get a, a tour through it? And it was after five. I had a key to it, but there's an alarm over there, but I didn't know how to turn the alarm off. Uh, who's going to say no to Sports Illustrated? And so I go over and give them the tour. And BYU security came running fast up there. And they go, who are you? And I pulled out my ID. And they said, this is who I am. They didn't care about that. And I said, this is a Sports Illustrated writer. And he wanted a tour of, uh, of the press box. That came back to haunt me. I, I have a record here on the police <laughs> for breaking so he, into the press wow. box. <laughs> did they have to bail you out? Or did they pick no. you, cuff you or anything? No, no. All right, we're back to action, Ralph. Let's take let's get another half well, inning of your play-by-play. This play is by the, play. uh, the visiting team, so it's harder to do. But uh, well, we, that's that's part of the job. Yeah. <laughs> we're, this we, is we a, have the Alex LaForester, the designated hitter at bat, and uh, he takes the first pitch for a called strike. We still have Parkinson on the mound, and he comes in with uh, he's Rhett gets ahead of the batters. A lot this year. That's been so fun to see on him. Counts now 0-2 against Forrester with the Cougars trailing 4-3. We taught that to um, your predecessor. Please tell us the score in a number of different ways because when people come in and out and they run to the refrigerator, they want to know, are the Cougars ahead? No, we're not. We're behind 4-3. Balls off, hits to Schneeman and converts it successfully to Favero at first for out number one, bringing up the left fielder, Lucas Halstead. You know, Ralph, uh, 41 years, you've seen the old WAC conference, Mountain West conference, now in the West Coast conference for the last, what, eight years or so. And uh, it's been an interesting ride, and the, and the improvement of the facility here, as we've talked about, has been pretty incredible. First pitch in by Parkinson in for a called strike. Those days in the Western Athletic Conference, so we used to have the the ten run rule there. We missed that. Yeah, <laughs> that should still be in effect. <laughs> County evens up one and one with the ball that slips past Clausen. Um, You've also had a chance to work with, uh, I guess, th- three coaches, right? Gary Pollens 
and then uh, Vance Law, and now uh, Mike Littlewood in the yes. 41 years. So that's saying something. The Cougars have only had three coaches in, in those, uh, you know, that time period. And then, of course, Glenn Tuckett before that. And uh, I miss Glenn Tuckett at the ballpark. Uh, normally he's here, and we'll catch up to him. I, I touch base with him every couple weeks. I saw him, uh, I think he was here on Thursday. Haven't seen him in the ballpark today. He was down in San Francisco last week, uh, took in all three games against the Dons. They like to make a road trip, him, Jeff Bills. Gary Pollins, normally he wasn't able to come uh, uh, this trip. We'll come back to that. The count is uh, one and two. They just fouled the ball off. Um, I wanted to mention that I got a phone call on Thursday involving Coach Tuckett. Swinging, strike three, Parkinson does his... uh, Good pitch to get the guy out, and it's um, out number two, bringing up Carter Hayes, the third baseman. And still the score remains 4-3 to three in favor of the Tigers. So you said you had a call from Coach Tuckett? Well, a call that I was able to refer to Coach Tuckett. It's one thing we're really proud of here. They said... This was a writer from St. Paul, Minnesota, and he said, I've been told you've been there 41 years. You, you could answer my question. Uh, ball one against uh, Hayes by Parkinson on the mound. And uh, I said, he, that's where Jack Morris's home territory is, and Jack is getting inducted into the Hall of Fame in July. He wanted to know if Jack's coach was around. I said, not only is he around, he's, but Glenn Tuckett is sharp on top of it. And Jack's pitching coach, Vernon Law, is around. And he said, well, are there any players that are around? I said, well, yeah, the guy that caught Jack, Jeff Bills, is around. And he said, you've been a wealth of information. I just was able to pass on phone numbers to him. The count is 3-0. and Rhett struggling with this uh, third batter up in the inning with two out. So they should have some good interviews. I'm anxious to see how Coach Tuckett uh, enjoyed talking with that reporter. Called strike for a three-and-one count with two outs. We'll be the top of the order when the Cougars come up. Yeah, good ball game here, 4-3. Cougars and Pacific uh, looking to win the series, both teams. He gets a base on balls. Brings up uh, first baseman Nate Verlin, who has also had a, a good series against BYU. Yeah, Verlin singled in the second and then grounded out his last time up. So this kid's uh, one of the veterans on this team. Brent, is that the head coach that's coaching first base? No. Do you know? No. He's in the dugout right there on the top step. That's right. Mike uh, Ryan Garko, uh, former major leaguer, uh, played four years at Stanford. Used to coach in the Dodger organization, the AA affiliate there in uh, Tulsa. And now back to the college ranks. Counts 2-0 and oh with a man on first. See if Parkinson can sneak in. Uh, his pitch in there for a strike to his advantage. And he did. Called strike. 
So any other highlights besides the Sports Illustrated writer? Yeah, How about some of the Cougar championships? I remember the one here. Remember when they had the old Mountain West uh, <laughs> Conference tournament here? Uh, I remember uh, trying to squeeze a, a championship game in against San Diego State. And, yes. And the Knoll sisters were holding a blanket up so the sun wouldn't blind the pitchers because we had to get it in. Um, seeing some home runs, Corey Snyder hitting the steps of the Marriott Center. You didn't see very many athletes that uh, would hit the home runs. Schneeman had a great home run earlier today. That ball's out to Kringlin, and he gets the inning ending out. And the Cougars trailing 4-3, to three, coming up top of the order, going into the bottom of the fifth inning. Okay, well, hey, what a job by play-by-play, man. You could come back out of retirement. Good job. But uh, anyway, we've had Ralph Zobel on, 41 years service here at BYU, and uh, he's been an integral part of this be- uh, baseball program for way before I got involved. So, Ralph, again, uh, congratulations on the great career. Uh, your longevity at BYU is uh, very much appreciated, and uh, it's been a pleasure working with you. And uh, good luck to you as you be able to enjoy your wife a little more and all those grandkids you've got. You've got 14. I've got 22. you still got a ways to catch up with me. <laughs> but uh, but uh, it's it's been a pleasure working with you, and uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I'm sure we'll see you back here in the ballpark in, in uh, you know in the next few years thank you brent thanks to each of the cougar fans that have been so kind uh, the, the tweets just keep rolling in and uh, very appreciative of this opportunity to be of service it's been a joy to come to the ballpark most of the times except when it's cold the record is eight layers of clothes on before the press box was built we're grateful for the press box grateful for all these many years to be able to be of service. Thank you. You bet. Uh, Ralph Zobel, uh, good job, and uh, we appreciate you joining us today. We're going to go to the bottom of the fifth, uh, Pacific leading this ball game by a score of uh, 4-3. to three. Cougars will uh, start with the top of the order. Brennan Anderson will come up. Brennan has uh, stepped to the plate. He's one for two. He's grounded out and singled in the third. Also, now Ralph has enjoyed everything. He's now done a little play-by-play. Did you give him play-by-play I, was, by I there? wasn't a great color guy, though. I kept stepping on him, I think, a little bit. So Anderson will step in. He'll be followed by Steam and then Hale. As the Cougars step in here in the fifth inning against Shelby Lackey. Right-hander retired the Cougars in the fourth, uh, one, two, three. And there's a ball hit hard by Anderson. Shortstop Tarantino's got it. He'll throw to first for the out. So one pitch, one out here in the fifth. And that'll bring up Daniel Sneeman for BYU. Sneeman homered in the first. Grounded out to the first baseman his last time up. Sneeman will step in, batting from the left side. Wind blowing uh, gently out towards center field. Sneeman's. Home run, tape measure shot, about 440 feet. And the pitch to Sneeman is over for a call strike. All three runs by Pacific have been unearned. The Cougars have committed three errors early in this ball game, and that's been the difference. Pitch to Sneeman is over for call strike two. That's been the uh, biggest difference in both the last two days. Just... Giving up free runs aren't isn't isn't a recipe for success. 
Here's the 0-2 pitch. Neiman fouls that one off. Kind of want Ralph to come back for a few more innings. I was over there in the hospitality lounge eating some <laughs> chips real and dip. Food? And, yeah, had a hot dog. Well, there's I could let you and Ralph, and yeah. then I could head over yeah, to the hospitality lounge. There you lounge. go. That sounds like a better uh, idea. If you want to lose all of our your viewership, <laughs> listeners be gone. No balls, two strikes. Pitch to Schneeman up high all the way back to the screen for ball one. Cougars uh, come in 11 and 15 in the conference in this game and Pacific 10 and 16. Portland beat uh, Pepperdine yesterday down in Malibu in 10 innings as uh, Schneeman fouls this one down the third base side. Looks like... uh, Pepperdine, St. Mary's, Gonzaga pretty much have locked it up. There's still a little question. I just don't know what the tiebreaker yeah, is. San Francisco, yeah. 15 and 12. They appear to be safe, but uh, a lot of well, it depends San, San Francisco on... San Francisco 100% is safe They are because they have the tiebreaker. And LMU lost, so they're now 13 and 12. I think they're on the outside looking in. No, LMU won, didn't they? No, they got beat 7 nothing. St. Mary's beat Oh, them. so yeah, so they're out. Yep. They are out. Well, maybe the four have been determined. San Diego has no chance. So it looks like it'll be Pepperdine, St. Mary's, Gonzaga, San Francisco. That'll be a total toss-up. Whoever gets the pitching is going to win that one. It's all about the quality pitching in that tournament. Two men out. And Brock Hale steps in. Hale fly ball right field. I feel her going back on the track. Makes the catch for the out. Cougars retired in order here in the fifth. We are through five complete, 4-3 Pacific leading BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar Nation. It's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU, and you're listening to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Red Parkinson on the hill. He'll go against Matthew Tarantino. Tarantino 0 for 2 today, a strikeout and a ground out. Parkinson, the left-handed senior, pitching his final time here in uh, Cougar Blue. That pitches up high ball two. Parkinson's gone an inning and two-thirds. Giving up one hit, one walk, and uh, two strikeouts. Ball hit hard at Schneeman. Daniel gloves it, throws the first for the out. Boy, the way the Cougars have been defensively in the ball game, you kind of hold your breath. Yeah. <laughs> Hope every throw is going to be on. Which is not something we normally do. Yeah. Normally you've already put it in the scorebook the minute it's hit that it's out. Keaton Glover steps in. He was on by way of an error in the second and then doubled in the fourth. This kid has really come alive in this series. Pitch is uh, inside for a ball. He's a sophomore out of Chandler, Arizona. He's got five hits in uh, 10 plate appearances and has four RBIs. Here's the 1-0. Chandler hits this one. Fair ball down the line. Extra bases for Chandler again. He's at rounding first base, and he will end up at second with a one-out double. Yeah, that ball looks like a beach ball to him, the way he's swinging the bat this weekend. Cougars just cannot get him out. <laughs> That'll bring the left-hander, Bradley Jekic, up. Jekic made an incredible defensive play early in the game. Rob Favero of a base hit. They've had a couple of plays in right the last two days that have been really impressive. He's one for three today with a pair of RBIs. He 
doubled in two in the second inning. After the error, next pitch, uh, Jekic made him pay with a uh, double in the uh, left center field alley. Pacific leading this one by a score of 4-3. We're in the top of the six. There's a ground ball out to Favero. He's got it. He'll step on the bag for the out. Runner moves to third base on the putout. Two men down, and uh, Kevin Sandry steps in. Had an RBI single his last time up. Pacific with seven hits in the ball game. And they lead this one 4-3. We talked a little about Parkinson earlier. This kid uh, out of Wellsville, Utah. Uh, as we mentioned, a, a history married major will uh, graduate spring term. His wife, Cassandra, parents Bradley and Marcia were uh, here today to help honor him. Pitches over for a strike, one and one. Yeah, I coached Red at uh, Salt Lake Community College, so I go way back with him. Swing and a miss for a strike. One win, one loss this year, one save for Parkinson. He has thrown uh, 31 innings coming into today and leads the Cougars. This is his 24th appearance. He has really been a stalwart out of the uh, out of the bullpen for BYU. Yeah, everything we could ask for. He's been a real bright spot down there. Curveball hit out towards Sneeman. Daniel has to backhand, throws the first, and uh, the throw is off line. Run will score. Would have been a tough play. I'm not sure you go hit or air there, but uh, the ball unable to be made, and uh, Sandy, I think a base hit, another RBI single, and Pacific leads this one by a score of 5-3. to three. Yeah, tough play in the backhand, had to jump and throw, but uh, if the throw's on line, he's out, but it's a hard to make that throw with your body r- going to third base. That'll bring James Free up with a runner at first base, so... Fifth run by Pacific. They scored one in the first, two in the second, one in the fourth, and one so far here in the sixth inning. Throw to first and the runner back in. And here's the pitch to uh, James Free. A little bit inside for ball one. I know the Cougars uh, want to get Zimmerman in an inning or two or maybe three here today. He's actually, I think that is him down throwing. Yeah, it is. I know in the pregame, uh, Coach Littlewood said, uh, we're going to start Perone, but you're going to see uh, Parkinson for sure as a senior and also uh, like Zimmerman. Zimmerman came in and got the save on Thursday night through three pitches and got the uh, got the save with the potential tying runs on base. Fly ball into the wind. That ball's carrying pretty well. Brock Hale going back on the track. Makes the catch for the out. Just short of the wall. 
one run, two hits, no errors, and one man left. We are through five and a half, five three Pacific over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Nate Favero leads it off. Go to the bottom of the sixth here. Cougars down 5-3 now. And the first pitch to Favero. Little fly ball out to center field. Center fielder back a couple of steps. will make the play. So Favero 0 for 3 today. One man out. And uh, Kringland steps in. Kringland with a big uh, two-out RBI single that scored two his last time up. Cougars three runs, five hits against uh, Shelby Lackey, who is an awfully good right-hander. And Kringlin, another base hit. This one might get in the gap. That will get to the gap, and Kringlin around first base. And the center fielder, Glover, gets it in, but not before Keaton Kringlin doubles. Good swing right there, just a line drive. I mean, that ball bounced in the infield one time, I think. It was hit so hard in that hole there. Yeah, got to the wall, and uh, Kringlin with a one-out double, and Clausen uh, steps in. I'll just trade places with him right here, Kloss. Or you're, it's okay if you want to hit it to Helaman Halls. I'm okay with that, too. Clausen single in the second, grounded out in the third. And the first pitch to Kloss, big swing and a miss yeah. at a breaking pitch. Yeah, he was trying to hit it out right there. Boy, the wind, if anything, has picked up a little bit, blowing directly out to center field. Really a hitter's type of day here in the ballpark. Haven't seen this uh, day haven't much had, all year. Yeah, haven't had too many of these this year. Here's the 0-1. That's up high. Had that cold north wind blowing in all year. Finally have a good weekend of baseball. I don't have to fight any snowstorms and rainstorms and cold weather. One ball, one strike. The count to uh, Clausen. Here's the pitch. Ball hit. Foul. Fair ball Fair down ball. the line. That's going to be extra bases. Kringlin scores. Clausen around first. And David will end up with a double. And the Cougars back to within one, five to four. Perfect job right, right there. Right over the top of the bag. Yeah. It was right over the bag, too. I'm just glad that Mike Reimer got that right down the line because those aren't easy plays to call fair or foul. Well, credit the uh, four-man umpiring crew. That yep. really helps right yes, there. Yes, it does. Great job, Dave. Cut that lead in half. McIntyre now steps in. The uh, bullpen for Pacific starts to work. And the first pitch is way outside. Ball one will uh, tuck it. Tell us now. Last game of the season, kind of take us over the next couple of weeks, what happens with the players, exit interviews, and and uh, what takes what transpires now on a, on a season that probably ended a couple of weeks earlier than we all thought. Yeah, it definitely ended a lot earlier than we th- were hoping for. But uh, a lot of guys actually uh, will be meeting with Coach after the game today to do their exit interviews. Is that interviews. right? Yeah, just, I mean, these exit interviews, you kind of know what you're going to say, especially the last month, you know, with everything that's gone this year. So have exit meetings today, uh, and then for those that don't go today, we'll go Monday morning, and then uh, they'll be done. And then the guys will all go home and go play summer ball. Pitches outside. We got uh, summer camp coming up uh, at the end of uh, June, which, hey, 
you young kids and high school kids come out to camp. It's a yeah. great way to get seen by the high school, uh, by the coaching staff here, and high school coaches come out and, and help with that as well. So it's, it's nice to be to seen and evaluated. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the Norton family is taking advantage of that, yeah. and I'm telling you, it, it is uh, fantastic. The kids absolutely love it, and it is nonstop baseball for about four days. Yes, it is. Pitch to McIntyre up high for a ball four. So four pitches, McIntyre walks. And the fun thing about camp is you get to work with some of our guys that are staying in town, and uh, you get the coaching staff to evaluate you and see you and help you. And, hey, first camp for you guys, get a chance to play on the, this new field too. You know, get to bust this out for the camp guys, which is awesome. So eight to th- eight, you have a camp for eight to 13-year-olds, yeah, correct? Eight to 13, yep, that's our, uh, our, uh, our youth camp, the skills camp, and that's for we have two different weeks of that. And then we have a 14- to 18-year-old high school that we didn't get to do last year because we didn't have the field. And so now we have our field back so we can do that. Um, the intramural fields were just too small for the high school kids, so we couldn't do that last year. So, And those are huge. Those, those uh, high school camps are huge for us to evaluate talent. It's so hard for us to see. There's so many kids around the state and the country. We get kids from all over the country to come into camp. It's the best way for us to see and evaluate if you're a guy that we need to be looking at and recruiting for the future. Ryan Shreve is up in the bullpen for Pacific after giving up the back-to-back doubles. Lackey walks uh, McIntyre on four straight pitches, and now one man out, and Casey Jacobson will step in for BYU. And then really Monday, all of our guys will be out recruiting. The high school state tournaments are going on around the country, especially here in Utah. Quick, Quick move back to second, runner back in safely. And it will be full force out there. I know. So, you know, it's first chance we've – I know it seems like we're always on the road during this yeah. – and I, I kind of want to go to some of those games. Yeah. But, it just, I mean, I'd rather be with BYU, yeah. you know, playing in a tournament. But uh, it'll be nice to get out and see some of the talent in the schools. Yeah, absolutely. There's a little number. Pitcher's got it. He'll shovel to the first baseman. Runners do advance. And now uh, Kobe Kelton give a chance to give the Cougars a lead with a base hit. Runners at second and third base. Yeah, I tell you, the, the Utah High School State Tournament time is my funnest time. I can't watch those games anymore by NCAA, but uh, um, when I was at Salt Lake Community College and a high school coach, it was my favorite thing of the year was to go sit at UVU or at uh, Kearns High School where they have it and just watch games all day. It's awesome. Great talent, great kids. So as the director of baseball operations, you can't even go watch a Yeah, game? so they have rules. I can't do any off campus recruiting only on campus and if i go to a game that's considered recruiting so even if you don't talk to anybody even if i don't talk to anybody so the only so way who can go so the coaching uh, staff yeah so coach herring uh coach littlewood and coach pratt are the only ones that are allowed myself and coach thomas are not allowed to go off campus we have to stay on campus to do recruiting we're not allowed to do that so yeah it's uh it's it's crazy some of the rules that uh ncaa has on that Kelton steps back in. Here's the pitch. Kelton hits a ball, just foul down the third baseline. Yeah, I even tried to get a waiver last year because I had a uh, first cousin who was playing in the state championship game for, let's talk about 2A. We're talking about 2A Canav High School in the state championship game. I haven't got to see this kid play in a few years, and he's in the title game just down the street from my house. And I'm like, hey, I want to go watch this kid play. He's my cousin, right? Well, unless he's my brother or my son, I can't, I can't go watch him. So it was kind of frustrating for me. On one pitch, Kelton swings and misses. Just threw that fastball right past uh, young Kobe Kelton. 
Runners at second and third for the Cougars. They've scored one in the inning, five to four now the score. And all those rules are in place because somebody down the line was abusing their power, right, and and using an operations guy as a basically another coach and getting away with some things. One-two pitch. Kelton takes that one up high. So then, month. I, I mean, it's just are there recruiting periods when you sign kids and, and yeah, I mean, can't we're, talk we're, to kids. We're in open open right now. As of September first, the new rules come in, and it really changes the game with recruiting as far as who we can talk to because now. It changes everything September 1st. 2-2 pitch down, low ball three. There are some new rules that unless you're a junior in high school as of September 1st, you know, we can't have you on campus. When before, you could have an unofficial visit as a freshman or a sophomore and come on campus. We could show you around. Well, now we can't even do that until you're a ju- your sophomore, uh, September 1st of your junior year. So things are changed, and but all summer is a full open period to, to go out and recruit. 3-2, Kelton swings and misses at a curveball. Goes down. Cougars score a run on two hits. No errors. Two runners left. We're through six. 5-4 Pacific over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. We'll go to the top of the seventh inning. Pacific with a one-run lead. First pitch from Red Parkinson over for a call strike. Nick DeForest Day is the hitter. He has a one hit on the day. Back his first at bat. Ball and a strike as Red Parkinson continues to throw for BYU. He's thrown two and two-thirds innings. Uh, Pitches outside, has given up a run. Yeah, tough run just because uh, play Sneeman probably could have made if he just had a good throw. That's uh, counted as an unearned run, so four of the five runs did by. They, did they give it a hit or an error? I can't remember. You know, it's showing. It's showing. And yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no. No, it is showing her. It is, yeah. Yep. I think they went hit on that. Mm-hmm. Two balls, two strikes. There's a ball hit wow. off the off the third base back. Kringlin over, picks it up. He'll hold the runner to a, a long single. Well, I'll tell you, there's been some balls hit down the lines today. Yes, there has. That's a single, and uh, Lucas Halstead will come in, and uh, we're going to get a right-hander. Drew Zimmerman's going to be brought in, and uh, that'll be the last appearance for Parkinson in his BYU career. We'll be back with more on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Lucas Halstead steps in against uh, Drew Zimmerman, first pitch over for a strike. Zimmerman threw three pitches in his uh, save outing on Thursday night. He was filthy on those. No balls and a strike. Here is the 0-1. A little bit low. Didn't uh, recognize Drew. Kind of cut those curly locks yeah. off. And had to do a double take to make sure it was his number. Good old Drew. Freshman Lehigh High School product. Playing high school ball last year, battling through that injury. And uh, done a great job of battling back and 
really becoming uh, the closer for the Cougars this year. He's got five saves now on the year. Yeah, kind of forced into that role with Gates going down, and he's done a great job with it. Cougars have got Bo Burrup uh, walking down to the pen, the lefty. And here is Zimmerman's 2-1 pitch, fouled uh, straight back. Two balls and two strikes. Lucas Halstead also playing his final collegiate game. He's a senior out of Alamo, California. And he is 0 for 3 today. Three for 11 in the series. There's ball hit hard. Jacobson, he's got it, throws to second for one. The return to first, double play. Very good, very good. Nice play, Jacobson to Anderson. An easy throw to first. 5-4-3 on the double play. Ball hit hard, and Anderson picked it. Or uh, Jacobson picked it quickly. One man out on the turf field. You better be ready because it'll, it'll get to you in yes, a hurry. Yes, it will. Two men out. And Carter Hayes. Uh, Hayes has flown out, doubled, and walked in the game. Pitches way inside, almost hitting. For ball one. So Zimmerman comes in, gets the ground ball out, uh, the double play ball. Top of the seventh, the Cougars behind by one, swing and a miss. That's what, 83. That's what makes Zimmerman so good. That slider is so good. He's got like a cutter, and he has a slider. So a little bit faster, you can throw at the slider, that cutter at 86, 87, and then that, you know, 80, 83, slower one. Ball fouled up and, and off of a Clawson. And if he can just start to really get fastball command where he wants it, because he's really good glove side, getting that outside corner, but going inside to righties he struggles with, he can get glove uh, – fastball command he's going to be just dangerous one two just off the plate inside you know where he's going for summer ball he's actually uh staying local oh is he yeah trying to get him some innings and uh, maybe potentially turn him into a starter next year two two i checked his swing on a pitch inside and they say he He did go around he foul tipped it into the glove Weird. No runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left. We're through six and a half, five four Pacific over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Brendan Anderson will lead it off. He's led off all four at bats in the first, the third, the fifth, and now here in the seventh. I'm not sure if I've ever seen that. That's interesting. He is the leadoff hitter, but not often do you lead off more than once. A game. <laughs> I don't know what the odds are of that, but they're they're pretty great. Owen won the count to Brennan Anderson. Ball popped up in the infield. Second baseman going back a couple of steps. Sandry, he's there and will make the catch for out number one here in the seventh. That'll bring uh, Schneeman up. He's uh, one for three. The long home run back in the 
First inning. Man, to tie a, the game that up. A, that was a no doubter. Sneeman fouls this one off. That was great timing on the the crash sound on the PA system as it hit a car driving by. No balls, one strike. 95th pitch by uh, Lackey in the ball game as he's gone the distance so far for the Tigers. Where's our St. Mary's Foghorn, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah, they little beep a horn to let the swimming pool know that there's a foul ball heading that direction. Everybody go under. Two balls and a strike to Schneeman. Brock Hale do up next, and then uh, Favero. Schneeman takes that pitch up high, ball three. Right-hander Shreve is down uh, working. Uh, Lackey's gone six in the third, giving up seven hits, four runs, three of the runs earned, four strikeouts. Swing and a miss, three and two. And 3-1 count, that's a ball four, take your base. Just trying to do too much right there. See that pitch up. They're not going to give you a fastball there. 3-2, and two. here's the pitch to Schneeman. Ball fouled off. Over into the dugout of uh, Pacific. Last game of the year for BYU and Pacific. Five for the score as uh, Sneeman swings and misses, goes down on strikes for the second time in the game, and that will uh, bring uh, Brock Hale up. Perfect conditions for Hale here. He's a big home run kid. and uh, A long one would uh, tie this one up. Yeah, I'll take it right here. Hale won for... Uh, Two today. Pitches up high, ball one. Brock's average is sitting at uh, 344 as he steps in with uh, the eight home runs and the 31 RBIs. Pitch to Hale is outside for ball two. You look at the Pacific uh, roster, they've got uh, three guys with three saves. Uh, Cooper Kassad, who we saw Thursday, so we won't see him. Ryan Shreve, who's warming up, and uh, Sweeney, the guy on the hill. So uh, Shreve's the guy that's in the pen, and he'll probably be the next guy we see. Two balls and one strike, two men out. Pitch to Hale is uh, grounded foul down the first baseline. Yeah, 93 still on his 100-plus pitch. Yeah. Redshirt sophomore out of Linden, California. Here's the pitch. That pitch is in. Side for ball two. He's already proven he doesn't want to go fastball here. He's going to go right back to the breaking ball. Hasn't put the Cougs away on too many fastballs late in the counts. He 
It's going that curveball. 3-2 pitch. Strike three called. Outside corner breaking pitch, and the Cougars retired here in the seventh. No runs, no hits, no errors. We're through seven complete, 5-4 Pacific. Over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. What's up, BYU fans? This is second baseman Brennan Anderson, and you're here listening on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 7-8-9 due up for Pacific. First pitch to Nate Verlin's over for Colts. Strike one. Drew Zimmerman on the hill for the Cougars. That ball's fouled off. And the count will uh, go to 0-2 on Verlin. He's one for three today. Flew out to Kringlin his last time up. Zimmerman, the right-hander. Pitches outside for a ball. Drew, for those of you that don't know, had a plate, some screws put in his elbow. Coming off an injury his high school career. Cougars were on him pretty heavy early, and then they kind of backed off after the injury, but uh, he came back strong and was kind of a preferred walk-on. Is that right? Yeah. This year? Yep. Not sure how that arm was going to recover. You know, you, he, you knew he had velocity in there, but you just never know with that arm. 2-2 two, two pitch, fly ball, left field line, Kringlin looking over, and it's going to land over near the uh, bullpen area. Yeah, and just not enough scholarships to go around with kids. I wish there was... I wish it was like basketball or football where everyone on your roster is on scholarship, but it's just not that way. You only get 11.7. So, Two balls, two strikes, and Verlin swings and misses. So Zimmerman comes in and uh, strikes out Verlin to lead off the eighth. Tarantino steps in. Zimmerman uh, threw, uh, had one strike out his first inning of work. Came in with a runner at first base and immediately got the double play ground ball. First pitch is uh, swung on a missed. Uh, Drew Zimmerman this year, two wins, two losses, five saves. 2.36 earned run average. That's the top on the team. The ball fouled out of plays in 42 innings, giving up uh, 30 hits, but only 17 runs. 11 of those runs being earned. Hmm. Opponents are only hitting 201 against the right-hander. And that's the key stat right there. Here's the 0-2. Fly ball. Brock Hale is there, and he will make the catch for the out. Two men out. Bull Shreve's throwing a ton of pitches right now, which means it looks like he's probably in the bullpen getting ready to come in to the bottom of the eighth. If he wasn't coming in, he wouldn't be throwing right now. That's right. He's out there throwing the right-hander. Swing and a miss to Keaton Glover. Let's see if we can get this guy out. He's a Cougar killer this weekend. My goodness, I think he's got six hits now. Six hits. On the weekend with uh, a couple of doubles today. Scored three times today. And three or four RBIs. Curveball just off the plate. His last one, didn't it hit off the bag? No, his was. Oh, he got to the wall. He got to the wall. Yeah, you're right. Fastball over for a strike at 91. Zimmerman, I think, has been up to 94 this year with the fastball. He's proven he can get up there. 
Be a big uh, asset for next year's team. And here's the one-two. Swing and a miss. Strikeout. Zimmerman with a couple of strikeouts here in the eighth. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth, Pacific leading 5-4 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ryan Shreve, the new pitcher for the Pacific Tigers. We go to the bottom of the eighth. Shreve, 6'6", 197-pounder out of Sherman Oaks, California. He comes on here to take over in the eighth inning. Shelby Lackey went seven innings, gave up uh, seven hits, four runs, three of those runs earned. And now Shreve, who has three saves on the year, will be brought on in a save opportunity if he can get through the eighth and ninth. And Nate Favero, the Cougar senior first baseman, will step in. Possibly his last at bat as yeah, a Cougar. Good shot. This is going to be it. It'll be nice to... Have a nice hit here to remember that by. I remember my last college at-bat. I wish I could forget about it. (laughs) Not one you want to remember, huh? Uh, I struck out, and I I looked at all three. So that wasn't fun. Favero steps in. Shreve on the bump, and the first pitch is over for call strike one. Shreve, big kid, 6'6", 197. Yeah. Pretty much strides, and he's off the mound. Jumps at you. Nate hitting 267 as he uh, steps into the box. And there's a base hit right up the middle. So Favero gets things started here in the eighth inning for BYU. Yeah, great start right there. With a solid single. Good job for the senior. Two men out. Kringlin, or nobody out, and uh, Kringlin will step in. Potential tie and run on base now. Kringlin's been swinging a hot bat in this series. He's got five hits. Yeah, Average he, over 300 now for the first time, I think, the whole year, hitting 305. Yeah, good for him. Finished real strong. Two for three today with uh, two RBIs. And the first pitch to Kringlin is up high, ball one. Keaton singled in two in the third, doubled and scored in the sixth. And he smashed that double. Line drive. On a line drive. Basically hits in the infield, gets to the wall. You know you hit it hard. Here's the one-ball pitch. That drops in. Curveball for a strike. He's going to get a steady case of those. Both his hits today are off fastballs. That's the scattering report on the Cougs. Spin it, spin it, spin it. And if you don't throw for a strike, you're forced to throw a fastball, and that's where the damage happens. Ball and a strike. Here's Shreve's pitch. Uh, There's a bunt back to Shreve. He's got it. He'll throw to first for the out. So Kringlin with the sacrifice there. And now Clawson with an opportunity to tie it up with a base hit. Yeah, late in the game, just trying to get the tying run to second. Good bunt there. If he was a couple inches to the left, he might have had a shot to beat that out. But it's just a sack situation. So just trying to get it down and help the team out. And you got two chances to tie a game up. Clawson will step in. Uh, David, uh, two hits. Singled in the second. Doubled in a run in the sixth. Well, Clausen steps in. Shreve's first pitch to Dave Clausen is on the outside corner. 89-mile-an-hour fastball for strike one. Dave Clausen uh, now is 
bumped his average up over the last couple of weeks, now hitting 293 on the year. A hit here might get him to 300, possibly. Pitch to Clausen is down low for a ball. One and one the count to the Cougar catcher. With Mitch McIntyre on deck, tying run at second base in Favero and uh, Clausen a big swing. Foul tipped it back into the catcher's glove. Count now uh, one and two on Clausen. Looks just got a battle right here. Find a way. Know that breaking ball is going to come. Got to sit on it and hit it right back up the middle and get an RBI. Ball two strikes. Clausen pops it up. Center fielder back a couple of steps. Uh, ball in the wind. It's uh, caught. Favero going to try to move to third base on the fly ball out. He does get to third. So potential tying run now 90 feet away for the Cougars. McIntyre will be hitting. Two men out for McIntyre. He has struck out, grounded out, and walked in the ball game. Mitch uh, has got one hit in the series. So I would think he's about due. He is due. Ryan Shreve's first pitch. Big swing and a miss. Missed that by a mile. A breaking pitch. Man, with as good a speed as he has and as deep as that second baseman is, if you were to push bunt right here, you walk to first and get an RBI out of it, tie the game. 0 and 1. Swing and a miss, 0-2. Well, two breaking balls in a row, swung right through. Shorten up, put a ball in play, let your speed work. McIntyre steps back in. Favero at third base, and he swings, foul tips it. Catcher just can't quite love it. Yeah, just foul tipped that pitch. McIntyre just stays alive as... uh, Catcher James Free, not sure where that hit him, but uh, he got a piece of him. Well, they're going to go right back to that pitch. You're proving right here in this at-bat you can't hit it. You swung through it and barely touched it on the third time. Got to make an adjustment right here, Mitch. No balls, two strikes again. Here's the pitch. It's outside. One and two. The count to uh, McIntyre. I'm sure McIntyre will be out uh, playing summer ball, the freshman. Yep. I think he's heading North Carolina, if I'm correct. Here's the one-two pitch. McIntyre fouls that one back up off the netting right behind home plate. And that's the pitch he could have hit right there. That breaking ball stayed up. Just pulled off a little bit. Needs to stay on it right here and just fight it right back up the middle. Need a big hit right here. Shreve set at the belt, looks at third, keeping Favero close. Here's the pitch. McIntyre takes that one off the plate, two and two. Really good take right there. Here's the 2-2 pitch from Shreve. 
That's outside again, ball three. Great battle, absolutely great battle right here. If you got first base open, you want to go to your best pitch. Will he go to that fastball or does he say, hey, here comes another breaking ball to see if he'll chase it? You can go to anything you want to right now. Casey Jacobson in the on-deck circle. And here's a 3-2. Way inside, oh, gets past go. the catcher. Favero's going to score, and it's tied up. 5-5. Five, five. What a break right there oh, for the wow. Cougars. You know, I three got hit by that pitch, and I think he's still hurting yeah, back there because so. he just didn't go after that uh, ball in the t turf like Man. we've seen him early in the game. What a big break for the Cougars. Just the break we've been asking for, right? He went back to that breaking ball. It just missed McIntyre's foot. Free tried to get over there, but he just couldn't quite get there in time. Ah, big break right there. You'll take it, though. We've lost a game that way this year, so it's about time we got the, the favor repaid. Cougars have tied it up. Well, now with his speed. Wouldn't be surprised to see him go. Yeah, take off. Free's all flustered over that. Take off. Why not? Quick throw to first base and back in safely. Uh, McIntyre. And that's one thing he needs to do this summer is really work right. on his leads and jumps at first because with that such great speed, you can't waste it. He, there's no reason he doesn't have 10 to 15 steals on the year. He's two for four on the year, pitches up high. And, you know, we've talked about this. In high school, you can kind of dominate yep. and overpower just with your speed. You really, you're not taught, you don't learn yep. how to steal a base, how to get a lead. Yep, it's true. Just something you got to get a feel for and... And, boy, as, as a guy with speed, uh, what a, uh, you know, it brings a lot to the field. Pitches over for a strike, one and one. And, uh, you know, it'll get you in a starting lineup, even if oh, you're not absolutely. swinging the bat well. Just the, the pressure it puts on you defensively. Absolutely. Ball and a strike. Cougars have tied it up here. 5-5, five, five, bottom of the eighth. Pitches outside for ball two. So Shreve now the pitcher of record. Uh, Shelby Lackey unable to get the win or the loss as Shreve started this inning. And Favero, the big uh, leadoff single. He came in to score a pitch on, or a run on a wild pitch. And here's a 2-1. Runner going. Throw down, and uh, it's a there steal it by McIntyre. Easily steal second base, his third of the year. Went in head first. I don't really like seeing that. But, He's got uh, that uh, a mitt on yeah. that protects his wrist to not get jammed in there. And that's does it really work? What, it, it does. <laughs> that's the whole reason he has it is so that he doesn't have that a hand injury going into the bag. So I'm a little bit okay with him going in there if you have that to protect it's two. like a whole pad that won't let you open up. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch to Jacobson. Curveball on the outside corner for call strike three. Cougars are retired here in the eighth. They did push one across. 5-5 five, five, Pacific and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. 1-1 one, one count now on uh, Bradley Jekic. Jekic is uh, one for four today, doubled in a couple of runs in the second inning. He's the right fielder for the Tigers. 5-5 five, five the score, BYU and Pacific here in game three. 
Cougars won game one. Pacific won game two last night, and so the winner of this one will win the series. These two teams one game away. That's a base hit in the left field by Jekic. Cougars with a one-game lead on Pacific in the standings in the West Coast Conference. So uh, there's something riding on this ball game, yeah, along with a little bit of pride. Well, you'd hate to take last place, that's for sure. Kevin Sun re-steps in. He's a good bunner, and uh, Favero and Jacobson both thinking that's what's going to happen here on the sacrifice. And the pitch is outside, squared to bunt. And the count, 1-0. and oh. There's a bunt right to Jacobson. He grabs it, throws the first for the out. So the sacrifice executed perfectly there by Sandry. And that will bring uh, James Free to the plate with a chance to drive in a run with a base hit. Free is 0 for 3 today with an RBI. Cougars have really shut him down. 1 for 12 in the series with two RBIs. He was over 300 to start the, the weekend. Yeah, he's dropped now down to 285 on the year. Two good hitters in a row. you got to get out. Here's the pitch from Drew Zimmerman. Ball fouled up and out of play. Free doesn't get cheated. He, he goes up there hacking. That kid had every na- national recognition coming into this year after his freshman year last year. No balls, one strike to James Free. 1,647 in attendance in the ballpark. Uh, Last night we had over 2,500 here. On just a a great weather day for baseball. Very comfortable. Hill won, but ball fouled up and off of uh, Tlaasen. I think that got him up off the shoulder. Probably got his uh, chest protector. Looks like it got him somewhere on the left arm. Ooh, right above the elbow. Fun. (laughs) I'm not letting my son be a catcher. Those kids take a beating. No balls, two strikes to James Free. And here is Zimmerman's pitch just off the plate for ball one. Last game of the year here for BYU as they end their uh, season in 2018. And here's the 1-2. Swing and a miss at a good breaking pitch. Free goes down, two men out. Good pitch right there. Big strikeout. Change up. A lot of depth on that. Good pitch. Forrest A now steps in. He is a two for four today. Freshman out of Sacramento batting from the left side. As he will step in against uh, Drew Zimmerman. 
Swing and a miss for strike one. Cougars with one in the bottom of the eighth has tied this up. They were down 5-3 after five and a half. The Cougars scored one in the sixth, one in the eighth. And Zimmerman's pitch ball hit pretty well. McIntyre going over. He's not going to get there. Forrest Day digging for a double, and he will make it into the bag at second base, and Pacific leads 6-5. A big clutch hit right there, two-out hit. That's just what uh, good hitters find a way to come through there. Big swing right there. Left that change up up, and he didn't miss it. Hit it well. I was hoping it was going to stay up a little bit longer so that uh, McIntyre could get there, but good swing. Lucas Halstead steps in. Forest State's third hit of the ball game. And the first pitch up a little bit high, ball one. So Zimmerman has worked uh, two and two-thirds, two hits a run. Has four strikeouts. Pitches up high. 2-0 and the count. Two hits in the inning for the Tigers. Both these teams, uh, even though, you know, not in uh, contention in the conference, really playing hard here in the series. Yeah, really are. There's a big high hopper out to Schneeman. Daniel's got it. He'll throw to first, and he is wow. on the bag for wow. the out. Fortunate to call there for the Cougars. One run, two hits, no errors, one man left. We're through eight and a half. Six five Pacific over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Jake Brown's going to be called on to pinch hit here for the Cougars. The left hander will go against uh, Shreve, Ryan Shreve. First pitch inside all the way back to the screen for ball one. Also, new uh, left fielder. Tyler Ryan brought in defensively for the Tigers. A couple of scores, uh, Portland, Pepperdine leading Portland 4 to nothing. That game in the top of the fifth being played down in Malibu. And San Francisco leading Kansas State 5 to nothing. That game in the top of the sixth. Another action at San Francisco Series Course non-conference. Ball and a strike to Jake Brown. Ryan Shreve on for his second inning of work. And Jake Brown lifts one deep right field. Right fielder going back a couple of steps. and He'll make the play. The wind really not blowing right now. When he hit that ball, I thought I had a chance. Yeah, I thought that off the bat had a shot. Just that got that off the end. I'll bring Brendan Anderson to the plate. First pitch to Brendan's outside, ball one. Anderson, uh, one for four today. And Ryan Shreve. Ball hit right at the third baseman. Throw to first. Dug out by the first baseman, Nate Verlin, for out number two. And the Cougars down to their final out here in the ninth. Sneeman will step in. Have a limited postgame uh, today. 
don't think Coach Littlewood will be joining us due to a couple of things, uh, the interviews and some of the things that are going on. So two men out, and Schneeman steps up. First pitch is uh, down low, ball one. Pacific six runs, 11 hits. Cougars five runs, eight hits. As BYU and Pacific uh, ending their seasons here. Fly ball should do it. Shortstop out, shallow left field. He is there. He makes the catch, and the Cougars retired in order here in the ninth inning, and they lose this one by a score of 6-5 to five with the loss. Cougars 22-28 and 28 on the air. Uh, Pacific improves to 21 and, or 22 and 29 on the year. Both teams now 11 and 16 in the conference. And uh, Tuckett, uh, without Coach Littlewood coming up, but again, tough year for the Cougars. They lose this one by a score of 6-5. Uh, Good ball game here today as both teams uh, played with a lot of character, a lot of effort, and, uh, and Cougars just unable to overcome the uh, really the starting pitching of Shelby Lackey. Yeah, really good starting pitching by him. Had our chances, uh, gifted them a few runs early on airs again and uh, couldn't overcome it. But uh, tough way to end the year, but uh, always ready to get better for next year. Well, that's right. And uh, Cougars, as we've talked about, their struggles this year, but uh, uh, got a lot of guys coming back. Uh, had a lot of good recruits that they're they're bringing in this year. And so looking forward to, to uh, continuing on that good tradition. Yeah, a lot Thank- of good recruits coming in and uh, – Good players still coming back that are wanting to get better. So, All right, Tuck, hey, we appreciate you being with Thanks us. For uh, me. We'll see you in the next uh, few days. All right, Cougars lose this one by a score of 6-5 to five as they end their game, and uh, Pacific wins 2-3 of three here in the final three-game series of, uh, uh, of the BYU Cougars and the Pacific Tigers as the uh, Tigers and the Cougars are uh, meeting on the field as the teams do at the end of uh, – Three-game series as a handshake at home plate. A good show of sportsmanship. And uh, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors for their uh, for their great work. Uh, appreciate all the uh, support throughout the year of uh, BYU Broadcasting, uh, AM 960, and uh, the entire BYU marketing staff. And uh, with that, we'll, uh, we'll say so long from Cougar Field for the last time here in the 2018 season. And... Uh, So long from Larry Miller Field here in Provo.